anybody who's going to be the president and the CEO and a world changer and an activist, it's going to be really hard to parent when they're young. Hi, brave friends. Thank you for hanging in there with us. And here is part two of our fantastic conversation where Mary defines what a spicy child is and some best parenting practices. Thanks so much for listening. Let's go ahead. And for part two, we will discuss, I love how you've trademarked (laughs) spicy one, spicy one, spicy child, spicy children. Spicy one. Yes. (laughs) So, (laughs) so let's, Let's define that. I'm sure people can guess what you mean. Let's define that and your best tips for being the parent that you want to be for that child who needs you. Mm. Yeah. So I think of a spicy child. It's it's really another way of looking at strong-willed or spirited children. And these are the kids that if you do a temperament scale, Um, And I have a temperament quiz on my um, bio if anybody wants to go get one for free. They score really high in intensity, like everything is big. The feelings, the the communication style, um, the disappointment and the joy is very intense and big. Um, Number two is they're highly persistent when they have a thing they want. And that can often be persistent in grieving, not getting the thing they want. You know, they might like throw a Rubik's cube down because they can't figure it out, but then they're going to be grieving for a long and loud time. (laughs) Um, So (laughs) persistent. They're also usually highly sensitive. So they notice and react to things in the environment, be that physical smells and sounds or emotions. Like they, they notice it and vibe off of it. And that can be hard when you have other people in, in your life that, that kind of exacerbate them They're They tend to be inflexible and slow to warm up to a situation. And that's really hard. And what does that look like? It looks like them always wanting control and wanting to lead. They express themselves in these big dramatic ways. Spicy ones are not afraid to take up space and debate with an adult and they, they can hurt people but unintentionally. And they are usually louder than appropriate, but they also have like this amazing zest for life and they're passionate about things. They use powerful words that wound and delight. And I'm thinking of an of a example of that right now, but they, um, <laughs> they can't usually be consoled physically. Like when they get upset, it's kind of like the meltdown has to go through its progression. There's not a lot you can do. And, and they, they notice things like, oh, that chair was moved an inch or this broccoli is a different color than it was last time. They try to direct the play of their peers and they don't take in a lot of social cues. They they just don't hesitate or fear certain things and they tend to laugh when they're disciplined, which is why I thought I had a sociopath. <laughs> so it's just, it's just, it's not like all the other compliant wallflowers that well, I told my child to do this and they did it. Oh, what's that like? Because I've got someone whose first instinct is to be defiant. But what I want to tell you is that's me too. I am all those things I just listed. And I am a fully functioning, unusual, fun person, I promise. And I <laughs> I, I love that I'm a success story. And so is my daughter, who's now 17 and you know was the first of her peers to get a job. She was just got back from an entrepreneurial program at the Wharton School of Business. Like she's a hard charger and yes, she's hard to parent, 
but anybody who's going to be the president and the CEO and a world changer and an activist is going to be really hard to parent when they're young. So that is, that's sort of my definition of spicy. Any questions on that? No, that was very, very, very clear. So recognizing that you have a child like this, so we might have people out there saying, oh, yeah, that's my child. I feel like we need to give permission to moms or parents to just grieve that uh, this is a harder journey than I anticipated. This is not what I was hoping for. This is not what I envisioned when I thought about having family, when I thought about being this mother or this father or it can be so exasperating. And like you said, we battle these negative feelings towards our children and then we feel shame and then we feel judgment. We might feel judgment from others because our child is so strong and spicy and spirited and you're battling that. And it can push the grief buttons of, ah, this is not what I thought it was going to all look like. Mm -hmm. And I think it's, it's okay to say that. It's okay to say that this is not what I signed up for. And I'm willing to learn. I'm willing to do whatever it takes to be the best parent for this child and what they need. Yes. And there's not a lot of bandwidth for the first part in society. Like nobody really wants to hear that you're disappointed in, in, in how things played out in your poker hand of, of a family. Right. And it's <laughs> right. also like, it's very isolating and lonely because mm-hmm. everybody has an opinion on, well, you just do this or you don't let them do that. And if you followed all those rabbit trails, you would just be disintegrating your relationship with your child and you wouldn't be getting better behavior. Right. Can we re-indoctrinate parents to not judge each other and just show compassion? Because we're so quick. I can look back on way back when we just entered the school district and you see certain kids on the playground. And I can remember myself going, what is wrong with that parent? Why aren't they doing anything? They could be doing everything for their spicy child, right? Enlisting all the best people on their team, so to speak, you know, to help them and guide them. But a child still has a will. A child still has impulsivity. A child, you can't control a child's every move and word and behavior. And you want to have some safe spaces where you can let go of the control for a little bit, you know? So sometimes you're seeing a a parent of a spicy one out in a location where they think, oh, I can just sit here and be on my phone for a little bit now. You know, this park is enclosed and maybe the kid is like yelling Mm -hmm. at somebody and or, you know, bossing everyone. I used to worry so much about her friendships and how, um, mm-hmm. and, and I would vacillate from anxiety of like, Hey, Hey, um, sweetie, we don't want to do that. You know, I remember saying to her, we don't, we don't want to talk to your, your brother like that. He, we want him to feel good about himself. Right. And she looked me in the eye and said, no, we want him to hate his self. <laughs> and it was and and her she's using bigger words than what she feels so there has to be a little bit of you have to get used to translating for her she's saying you know i want to be in charge and if it means breaking down this person i'm open to it and so we we are going to help her to be a better leader and that's not who she is now at 17 but yeah being a parent of a spicy one and i call moms the spicy ones that's my little eight week course so there's a lot here but one of them is choosing your battles. Yes, someone else who really wants to have control and has the opportunity to have control might move in on this. I'm going to let this go and wait for the bigger fish. 
because, you know, I only have so many cards to play in this game and I'm going to play them when it really matters to me. And that's hard because you obviously everybody wants their kid to care for others and to be a great member of society. But you also have this kid that's very sensitive to shame. And so knowing when to speak into their life and when to let them fail miserably, stand back up and get some life lessons from that, because usually the spicy one has to do it themselves. And that's, that's something I grieve that I, I know so much. I help people with relationships every day, but this kid doesn't want my advice on her friendships. This kid can smell a lecture coming from a mile away and makes herself very scarce. So I can't show up in the fullness of who I could be in this relationship. And that's a grieving place as well. Mm-hmm. But the more I'm aware of how to show up to keep, and this is one of my biggest tips is choose connection over control. The more I keep prioritizing that we stay connected rather than I control her, the more I have lifelong influence on this person. The more I have the opportunity to keep having lighter conversations and to speak into her life. And that is very different than a typical parenting journey. That again Yeah. Connection over control, connection before correction. Again, I wish I would have heard that when my kids were babies, because I think I, I just, my default was to choose control over connection. And so now, you know, my kids are 21 and almost 17. I'm not including Ryan in that because that's kind of a whole different parenting experience and relationship. And I'm having to repair. I'm having to do some repair there. And guess what? We all will have some repair to do. I, I, I've often like, like you are not alone in that we could get it all right and find out after they're out of the house for 10 years that this one way that we would show up was wounding to them. There will be wounds, but how beautiful that you are a family that repairs those, that brings humility, who listens because generally the typical experience is if somebody gets up the confidence to actually say to their parent, Hey, this, this hurt me, this thing you used to do, or I, I, now I struggle with this because of of what you would do. Most people say, you know, I did the best I could. You know, most people go into full defensive mode. They shut it down and they train their child. I'm not a safe place for you to be real with. I don't actually want to see all of the fullness of who you are. Just show me the buttoned up parts and the parts that are somewhat, you know, theater. And so it's so beautiful that you are open to hearing or to naming. And there's so much power when we name the thing that happened and we tell a story of how we wish we would have, I mean, different parts light up in the brain when we think about how we would have liked it to go. It's almost like we're rewriting the story for each other. Mm -hmm. And that's gorgeous. Mm -hmm. So well done. Mm, Thank you. Thank you. We've, we've done some family therapy over the last couple of years and that's been really, really helpful. I wish I would have started it years ago, but that's okay. We're working on things now. Yeah. All we can do is start at this moment. Right. So what do you say to moms or parents who are, they're hearing this? Okay. I want this. I need this. I need Mary, I need one of her courses, I need somebody, but I'm exhausted. I'm feeling depleted. I'm feeling defeated. And I don't even know if I have the energy to make that first step. How do you Mm. encourage those parents? Well, I normalize that time away from the spicy one is a very good thing. 
You are not a hero because you hang in there and you're always there and you're the only one who does this or that. Suboptimal childcare is, I'm, I'm, that's my prescription for you, <laughs> is that you would find someone and you would get some time away to journal, to be reflective, and to encourage yourself so that you can recharge. Because sometimes we can't recharge in the presence of the spicy one. And we need to just get away to let our, like we were saying earlier, to let our nervous system kind of like relax and come back to, so some of it, the exhaustion is the constant, just having to be on with this person. So that would be one thing. Another is to really notice what are you saying to yourself? Because often it's the internal messaging. That's part of what's making us so exhausted. We're exhausted. Say that again. Say that again, Mary. It's like, it's like, you know, you ever watch the news and there's a running ticker tape at the bottom that's telling you about something important while we watch this little segment, you know, thunderstorm coming or whatever. There is a ticker tape in your brain that we're kind of not aware of. And it's a message that's happening over and over again. And maybe it's not good enough. Um, You're screwing this up. You're screwing this up. There's nobody in the world who wouldn't be exhausted from hearing over and over again, you're screwing this up, you're screwing this up, while they're actually dedicating their life to this kid. So becoming aware of what the message is and literally writing the opposite, I am doing the best I can, which isn't, that's not inspiring enough to me. It's more, I want you to write out, I am choosing to practice being calm, kind, and firm, or my presence is enough. Or I am not responsible for my child's happiness, and yet I choose to be here for them. You know, something that's a positive, encouraging statement that becomes the new running ticker tape in your brain. And and literally, I want you to say it aloud to yourself once a day while looking in the mirror. And that is often my first homework for someone is, and, and they'll, they'll start with like, okay, my presence is enough. No, can't do it like a newscaster. It has to be like hand on the heart, hand on the belly, gently smiling at yourself and saying, my presence is enough. Your presence is enough. It's okay. You're doing great. Like mothering that part of you so that Hmm. the spirit in you is not so exhausted because you're working against this messaging. So that's number two. Number three is you need more celebration. Celebration and gratitude is a big old dopamine hit to the brain. And often we are living from like plateau to plateau. Like if I can just get him to go to school without screaming, then I'll be happy. Well, then that happens and we move on to the next thing. Now I just need to start feeding more nutritious meals. You know, maybe we do some of that. And it's constantly, I'll, it's almost like I'll be kind to myself when this happens. But actually we need to start wow. now with looking around and noticing where am I already enough Where can I affirm myself? Where can I see some beauty in this current life right here? And how can I celebrate it? Maybe it's as simple as like, I give my child a hug to celebrate that I was calm even when they were melting down. Some it's like name in your brain, what you're celebrating or what you're grateful for. And that will bring some more energy into the tired exhaustion. That's so good. That's so good. We can do that. We can do that, right, moms? We can do that. It's free. We can do that. We can stop and pause and do that. Oh, Mary, thank you so much. Thank you so, so much. I should have you come and do an in-person workshop. Oh, that'd be lovely. Yeah. It's good to be with you. It's good to like have these. I don't get to talk out, you know, Instagram is 
all these quick little snippets. I'm trying to aim for seven second reels, but it's, it's nice to unpack some of the deeper thought process behind it. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're doing such good work, Mary. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank, Thank you for you having so me. Much. Absolutely. All right. Well, anything you didn't say that you want to make sure you say? Your presence is enough. The fact that you're listening to a podcast on how to be the mom you want to be and be braver and, and stay in this, this ring is enough. I'm so proud of you for not getting in the car and driving to Las Vegas and saying somebody else can deal with this. Like you keep showing up and it is more than enough. So well done. Hmm. So true. And if you do decide to run away for a day, that's okay too. But more than a day, you're buying more than a day. Yes, yes, yes. All right. Well, Mary, have a beautiful day. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Take care. Did you know that Brave Together Podcast is an extension of a nonprofit organization called We Are Brave Together? We Are Brave Together is here to combat isolation and compassion fatigue and burnout that moms face by offering support groups, resource groups, retreats, and retreat scholarships. If you have never heard of We Are Brave Together, please go to our website today, wearebravetogether.org. And if you're a mom who is seeking support and sisterhood, please fill out the little pop-up form so that you can be a part of this community. Please check out everything that we are offering on our website today.